It was the scream rather than the gunshot that woke him. It was not a human scream. He knew that there had been a gunshot. The dissipating but familiar echo of it thrummed his ears as he raised his head, blinking eyes stinging from a mix of salt and drizzle. The scream sounded again as he shifted to press his hands against chilly, rubberized metal, pushing against a surface that heaved and swayed. He jerked towards the source of the scream, the keening, piercing quality it possessed sending a jolt of pain through his skull. More blinking brought the screamer into focus, confirming its inhuman nature. The gull angled its head at him, a stiff, grating breeze ruffling its feathers as it bobbed on the deck as if preparing for something. He wondered if it intended to fly at him. Gulls could be vicious. But it merely widened its yellow beak to scream once more, before spreading an impressively broad set of wings and launching itself into the air. Following the track of its flight, he watched it skim choppy grey waters before disappearing into a bank of mist. See, the word scraped over a dry tongue before escaping his lips. I'm all at sea. For no reason at all, this struck him as remarkably funny, and so he laughed. The pitch of his hilarity surprised him, the loud, breathless peals of mirth causing him to descend once more to the deck as he convulsed. Deck he realized as his laughter faded. I'm on a boat. Or a ship. His immediate impulse was to rise once more and survey his surroundings. But once again, for reasons that failed to make themselves known, he didn't. For the space of a full minute, he remained huddled and unmoving on the deck, his face only inches from the rubber matting. His heart raced as he tried to pass the cause of this paralysis. I'm afraid. Why? The reason dawned with such shaming obviousness that he almost laughed again. The gunshot, fuckhead. There was a gunshot. Now get up before there's another one. Gritting his teeth, he pushed against the deck, forcing himself to his knees, head swiveling in search of threats, eyes tracking over more mist-shrouded waves, the white-on-gray wake left by the boat he was on, and a small tarpaulin-covered inflatable swaying a little in its tethers. Little boat, big boat, he thought, fighting down another wave of laughter. Hysteria, he corrected himself, drawing in a deep breath. What he saw as he turned to his right drove out any vestige of humor. The corpse lay slumped against a bulkhead, dark gray paint discolored by the plume of red and black that had very recently emanated from the dead man's skull. He wore plain military-style fatigues and boots, the jacket lacking any insignia or name. His head lolled to one side, the face a stranger. Although the passage of a bullet fired beneath the chin to puncture the top of the skull will do much to alter a man's features. One arm was limp at his side, the other rested in his lap, hand clutching a pistol. M18, Sig Sauer. The words were a softly spoken reflex of recognition. He knew this weapon. It was a standard-issue U.S. service pistol, 17-round capacity, effective range 50 meters. However, more significant in that moment was the realization that while he could name a pistol, he couldn't name himself. A groan escaped him, expressing confusion so acute it was more like pain. He closed his eyes, heart pounding faster than ever. My name. 
My name is... My fucking name is... Nothing came. Just a blank, silent void, like reaching into an empty box. Context, he told himself, as fear began to surrender to panic. You've had a bump on the head, an accident or something. This is a dream or a hallucination. Think of a context, a home, a job, then the name comes. He grunted with the effort of summoning inner focus, eyes leaking tears as he squeezed them shut, tighter and tighter. A home. Nothing. A job. Nothing. Lover. Wife. Nothing. Mother, father, sister, brother. Nothing. 